We are back for another episode of the Scoop College Basketball Podcast. Uh, we have been not podcasting for the past few weeks because I did not have Wi-Fi, which was not ideal. I have recently moved into a new place, as you can probably see by the background, if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're not watching on YouTube, you, you should check it out. You can uh, see our faces, which may or may not be a good thing. Uh, but yeah, so we are getting into conference preview season. And the way we're doing this is we are working from one side of the country to the other. So this is the Big West transfer, or not transfer, the Big West conference preview. We were just talking about transfers off air. But yes, this is a Big West conference preview. Um, So we will dedicate our full episode to talking about the preview of the Big West, breaking down every team in the conference. We prepared our all-conference teams, some other individual awards, stuff like that. So yeah. But first, to start the podcast off on a bit of a sad note, uh, we want to pay our respects to Houston big man Reggie Cheney, who sadly passed away the other day at the young age of 23. Really, really sad news to hear, obviously, because he's not that much older than me, but it's a guy I have vivider memories of playing, like I saw him playing person and he really embodied the Houston culture he was a big that really um just fought underneath and yeah really sending uh, my thoughts and prayers out to his uh friends family the Houston and Arkansas basketball programs anything to add on yeah, to that, I, know. I know Calvin's going through it Calvin's been on the record I think there was one interview uh, I saw where he just talked about Reggie Cheney, uh, you know, for years and, you know, who he was in the program and how he had to work for every minute. Um, he really had to carve out a role by crashing the offensive glass. And it's to the point where I I've never seen a college basketball player play harder than he did. Um, diving for balls. It would take three to four guys to box him out. Um, yeah, he just had a motor like, like nobody I've seen in a, maybe i can't think of anyone at the college level like he embodies everything that college basketball was about um just carving out a role for yourself earning minutes and just doing the things that impress coaches so um my prayers are with uh his family and uh kelvin as well yeah um he was he was set to uh begin his pro career like next week so yeah really really sad news but Moving on into uh, the actual notes of the podcast. Uh, yeah, as I mentioned before, it's our Big West preview episode, as you would probably see in the title. But yeah, so first I'm going to list off some things about the league last year. It was ranked the 15th best conference in uh, Ken Palm. Uh, UC Irvine, they were the regular season champions. UC Santa Barbara, they won the conference tournament championship and lost to Baylor in the first round as a 14 seed. Uh, the all-conference members from last year, we will uh, release our upcoming previews, but from last year, these are where the guys were. A.J. Mitchell, who was the player of the year, is back at UC Santa Barbara. D.J. Davis from UC Irvine transferred to Butler. Elijah Pepper from UC Davis is back at UC Davis. Zion Poland from UC Riverside transferred to Florida. Lucina Traore is back at Long Beach State. And Latrell Wrightsell Jr. transferred to Alabama. That's the first team. And on the second team, Dawson Baker from UC Irvine transferred to BYU. Flynn Cameron from UC Riverside exhausts his eligibility. Javon McClanahan for Hawaii is back at Hawaii. 
Miles Norris from UC Santa Barbara is out of eligibility, and Bryce Pope from UC San Diego is returning to UC San Diego. Uh, new coaches into the league is there's only one this conference, and it is Andy Newman from Cal State Northridge. Comes over from Cal State San Bernardino, where he built a, a very dominant D2 team, and he replaces Trent Johnson, who was fired. But yeah, so after running that down, are we ready to get into our uh, all-conference teams? Might as well. There's a lot of talent in this conference still, so might as well get into it. There is. I, I'm a, I'm a Big West fan. It's uh. I definitely enjoyed watching Always. a lot of these teams in the conference. There was a good like top like half and then the bottom like there was a clear separation of teams last year, but the the, the top portion were definitely fun to watch. And I think it will yeah, be like the that top again. six to seven were fun. Mm, after like, after six and seven, you knew there was there was a was huge a gap between off, seven right. and eight. Like I was looking at it earlier, and I think it was oh, over eight. like a hundred spots on Ken Palm between seven and eight, and like a five game spot. Yeah, in the and I mean one through seven, like one through seven played everyone close. Like no, no one blew out anybody mm-hmm. one through seven. Really, I mean, yes. Long Beach could play with Irvine, and you know it mm-hmm. was it was so fun. I don't think we're gonna see that to the same extent this year, yeah. but yes. But we'll first of all, we are going to name our player of the year. Um, in in our first team, I have AJ Mitchell. Uh, I'm assuming you do as yep. well. So- yeah, um, that, that's just almost kind of a given, but not completely a given because the other player that I'm sure we both have on our first team is Elijah Pepper, who is a, I'm yeah, obviously you have him, but he is a very yeah. The good thing is, if he well. wants to win Player of the Year, like they might have to finish over Santa Barbara, you know, or at least like into close enough, a huge stack. And he has to, yeah, right. But yeah, those are the Which two I don't best see. players. Like, in, yeah, I think those two players are clearly mm-hmm. above like the rest. Like head and shoulders. Yes, easily. Those two of the best players in. No, I don't want to say two of the best players in college basketball, but definitely in the mid-major world. And these are two players that returned to their school, despite a lot of the mid-major stars entering the portal, which we do like to see players return to their school, like to. Uh, CD mid-major guys realize that sometimes the grass isn't always greener. And yeah, um, so continuing on with our first team, how do you want to do this now that we're going to have a little bit different responses? So, I mean, yeah, we have Mitchell and Pepper, right? I mean, that's a given. Um, So at my soft small forward, I have Noel Coleman from Hawaii. Uh, He's returning. He's, um, you know, again, I'm probably a little undersized for the three, but he'll also be running the three for Hawaii as well. So might as well keep him there. Yes, I had a different Hawaii member on my first team. I had Jovan McClanahan, who is their point guard. He's uh, one of the returning all-conference guys from last year, as I mentioned. I think he's just like kind of the leader of this team, which is why I chose him. But Hawaii is a very balanced team, I would say, so... I mean, yeah. I did have Coleman on my second team. I'll just list it off now instead of later, but yes. Um, so yeah, I believe same. we... I have Joe on my... Okay, so... Yeah, I believe we both have Lucina Traore on our first team uh, from Long Beach State. Mm-hmm. Can really rebound the ball. Um, 
Yeah, rebounding yeah, monster. One of, He's one of the, the best rebounders in college basketball. Without for a sure. Really had an impressive season last year after doing like nothing at St. Louis, but yeah, he he was really good. Um, <laughs> That's not a common theme. <laughs> All right, Go so St. Louis. Yeah, they they've been having an interesting off season. But who who do you have as your final member sure. of the first team? Oh. I have someone taking a little bit of a step up this year. You know, I think a lot's going to be asked of Morissette this year, especially protecting the rim. I think he's going to get, you know, they have a really tr- they have a true point guard in Matthew Cotton, who's probably going to get him a lot of looks. I think that's something that Hawaii kind of lacked last year was like a distributing point guard. Like I think McClanahan and Coleman are both scoring, scoring first guards. Um, you know, they, uh, they needed a true facilitator at guard. And I think, you know, a part of that can be to get, you know, more sec involved more in the offense, like get him in lob, lob spots, get him in post, uh, scoring spots. So I think not only is he going to be amazing defensively, like he's always been, I think he's going to score a little bit more than he has recently as well. So, yeah, definitely would be a big jump for him, but he is huge, uh, Definitely uh, has the Seven tools. Two. Yes, he is big and could be in for a huge sophomore leap. Um, I will disagree with you, though, because I I, I think McClanahan is a pure point guard. He, I I, th- I think you were mixing those guys up a little. McClanahan is he had like a twenty eight percent assist rate in conference play. So we'll see. We'll see. I yeah. mean, I think a lot of it was. Why he had who was that other guard they had last year who was pretty good who scored a lot for him so um they had him last year he was pretty good he was definitely maybe a forward Hepa Kamaka six six Hepa. eight but he had guard yeah. skills yeah he he did he's Kamari Hepa yeah Kamari Hepa, no he was a key no I I definitely feel like Jovan is gonna have to be. Uh, more of a scorer this year. Um, I feel like Cotton's going to bring, you know, kind of, you know, the fact that he can be a pure point guard could, could bring a different dimension to their offense. Because Hawaii definitely, what's held them back the last couple of years is offensively they have these good players, but they don't, they struggle to score the ball like a, a good bit. Like their offense gets stagnant. It doesn't move a lot. Um, you know, I, I feel like they they can definitely tap into another, uh, spot offensively and that's what they're going to need to if they want to win this conference so um, I feel like bringing in a pure point guard to kind of I don't know switch up the offense a little bit might might help them uh, to you know get to that next level offensively because defensively they're awesome like they're not going to get any better on defense they're great Um, so that's where they got to improve and maybe bringing in that pure PG is uh, what's going to improve them so um. Yeah, at my uh, the fifth member of my first team is UC Irvine big man Bent Lukton. Might have pronounced that wrong, oh, but yeah, good. he is good. He is a, was a very efficient player. Did not play that many well, minutes last year. I, uh, I mean, he he, uh, he was a starter, but he was didn't... hurt too, right? I don't remember, but he is. I feel like uh, there's like a middle section of the seat. I, I don't recall if he was, but yeah, he, he was super efficient. If he gets more minutes, he could really like dominate, I think, quite frankly. Um, yeah, moving on to our second team. 
I have Bryce Pope. Do you have Bryce Pope on your second team? Yes, I do. Um, yep. Yeah, he was there last year. Follower on my page. W. He can uh, really score the ball. Really, uh, the t- the team success is gonna. I like him. Is what it's gonna come He's down really to. Really good. Oh, for sure. Yes, he is. Um. All right. Well, do you want to list another member of your second team? So I have Joe Vaughn as my two. Okay. Um, and then I have another UC San Diego member as my small forward at Francis Nayu Koe. I think he's he, he's you, really you good. Might have, I think you might have botched that name. You might have botched that How do I, I pronounce his last name? I, I don't know. I remember watching, I remember like knowing it, but I forgot it. <laughs> I don't think that was it though. <laughs> It's um, um and of course it's not. I mean, just look at it. it looks it's it's impossible for now. I think it's like <laughs> Nicoria or something. Ah, oh, like so that. the W silent. Okay. Um. Maybe. Yeah. So he averaged like fifteen a game last year. Good efficiency. He's got good size. So, uh, you know, when it came to the three, I kind of went with him. Yes, I, I am a really big fan of his personally. I did not have him on my second team. I didn't want to put two UC San Diego guys, but like he was a guy that was right there. Like I, I almost even consider him for first team, honestly. Um, yeah, but like, did. like I, I am really big on him as well. So like, he was probably my next guy in consideration. Um, but I had Max Jones from Cal State Fullerton on there. Really ended the year strong, and it's. He's the guy that'll be uh, being like the scoring guy this year instead of right. So like he can fully take over and I think he can establish himself as a number one option on Cal State Fullerton. If so, um, if Cal State Fullerton's athletic program's listening, maybe you should get um your 2023-24 uh, roster up. Yes. Uh, the season starts in a month and I'm still... Well, not I not the, a month, a few months though. A few months and I have to have... I'm still looking at the 2022-23 roster from last year and yes. trying to see who's coming back. I mean, at this point, every team should have... And they do, most of them do. Mm-hmm. Even the mid-major ones that, you know, aren't good at updating. Like, but at that point, like, that website designer's got to get a grip, man. I don't know. Yes. Anyway, it, it is uh like late August. So there is no reason not to have your roster uploaded. I mean, everyone's <laughs> roster is at least somewhat right. complete. I mean, obviously, there's don't have to people. be exactly right, but no. I mean, you can you can just add delayed additions, but like exactly. everyone has a foundation for the roster at least. And I believe we have the same two members left in Traore and Traore and Johan Traore. The Treoys compose of thirty percent of all our all conference teams. Um, the three of them combined. But yeah, Abubakar Treoy from Long Beach State is uh, he won the Big West Hustle Player of the Year or something like that, which is an interesting award. But if there was an award that he would get, it would definitely be that. Really, can get some rebounds. Uh, really, almost like an undersized big, but like is yeah. Good I mean, at Long it. Beach was like top five in the country in rebounding, and you can see yeah. why. Like mm-hmm. they have literally two of the best rebounders in all of college basketball. And that's how they really competed last year. They were a really weird team. They had good shot creating guards, but they didn't take a lot of threes. They loved the mid range. They loved to crash the glass, get second chance points. So I don't know if they'll be that way this year, but we'll see. I mean, maybe they will. I don't know. Yeah. They're an interesting um, team for sure. 
Yeah, and then to touch on Johan Troyer a bit, obviously, for, former five-star, was a five-star last year, so it's not like he was a five-star a uh, long time ago and it is not good. Like, he is, I think, still pretty good. So, oh, for uh, sure. Transfer from Auburn has a lot of potential, a lot of minutes to fill, quite frankly, in that front court. But yeah, mm-hmm. that that gives us a great segue into our top five transfers, where we both have him as one, so we don't need to talk about that. Bingo but, free space. Yes. Uh, the second one I have, Jalen Cooper is a transfer from Palm Beach Atlantic headed to Cal State Fullerton. Uh, really put up some good numbers there, like seventeen points, nine rebounds. Uh, was the defensive player of the year in his conference. Um, really adds some defensive upside. Uh can do a little bit of everything uh it was was an efficient score so obviously there's always questions about how those guys are going to translate but i really like it seems him. like one of the one of the good ones for sure yeah has has Especially some good size he's good on both ends as well as good mm-hmm. size so those are the type of guys that usually translate yeah. um so at number two i quincy mcgriff um from duquesne uh, he's at cal state northridge who all things considered, new coach, things like that, like they've turned over a much better roster than last year. We'll say that. Um, are they still good? Are they still 10th in the conference? Yeah, but I think McGriff is probably their number one guy. Um, he's a lot of shot creating skills. Um, he was I liked him a lot at Duquesne last year. So I think uh Northridge got um some good talent there. Yeah. In the three spot, I have Ben Stolzberg, who is also going to UC Santa Barbara. Uh, transfer from Creighton, was a highly ranked recruit, like four-star, I think, in the 2022 class. Didn't really play at Creighton, but uh, really can score the ball. And I think we will start to actually see some of that abilities is at he, UC Santa um, Barbara. Is he a four, right? No, he's a guard. Okay, then he'll he's like a play. two. Yeah, yeah no, because... UC Santa Barbara's got a lot of forwards on the roster. Like it's going to be hard for some of those forwards to to get minutes. Um, no, if he's a guard, he's definitely going to get time off the bench. So it's a good yes. pick. Who do you have in? I have Jalen Cooper at three. Okay. Um, we already went over him, but at four, I have Issa Silva, Stanford okay. legend. Um, you know Jared Haas alum. So obviously, there's red flags all over that. But he's a former five star and. I just want to kind of look at, you know, all the guards that have come from good programs that have transferred to Long Beach State and been successful. You you look at Marcus Shoshonis from VCU, had an absolute career year last year, even though if he was a little inefficient, dropped 50 last year in a game. Um, you could just tell, you know, he's he was given a lot more freedom. You know, uh, Long Beach has a lot of freedom in their offense to begin with. Like, you know, they don't they let their guards create. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think um, and they run up and down. I think Issa Silva is going to thrive with that. Like, I, I definitely feel like he can be a good floor general for them. Um, you know, they're definitely going to be some growing pains with him. But, um, you know, what a what a t- more talented guy to trust than, than Issa Silva. You know, he and he's got some for sure. So. Yes. I'll put him at four. Yeah, yeah. I had him in my five spot for the same reasons that he was questionable on defense, but uh yeah. that is gonna be less of an issue moving down a level. Look at guys he's... like young guards to like AJ George and um other guys like that. They had another guard who's still good who's there. I forget his name. Um I mean Sonus is still there. 
George is there. The other guy, I think, transferred to Oakland, right? Uh, yeah, Tone Hunter. Um, yeah, he was he was good too. Yeah, Jaden Jones might be you're thinking. Of. Oh yeah, Jaden Jones. It's uh, he was hurt all last year, so hopefully he's back. Okay, but yeah, a number a number number four spot. I have Tyler McGee, uh, UC San Diego transfer. He can really shoot the ball. Played in a good D two team, Southern Nazarene. Um. Yeah, I think he's uh, UC San Diego brought in a good D2 transfer class, and I think he's the best player out of the three. So, yeah. Um, let's see, you still have your five, two, wait. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, I have Matthew Cotton, who I kind of talked about earlier. He's from Yale. Um, he's not someone who got a lot of time at Yale because Yale has terrific guards, as you went over today, like – there's not a lot of minutes for guards on, on Yale. Um, was he hurt last year at all, or just didn't uh, play? I don't know if he was hurt or not, but whatever it was, he didn't play. Right. So he might have just like, not been with the team at all last year. Right, yeah. So, you know, he gets a fresh start here, probably will get an opportunity because Hawaii's depth at guard isn't great. Um. So, uh, but, you know, I think they're going to play him next to um cotton i mean uh mcclanahan and colton and uh coleman so i think i'm gonna play him next to those two and uh you know have him kind of bring a different dimension to the offense instead of you know running you know a five i mean he's pretty undersized too so um from what i can remember but obviously mcclanahan's 510 he he gets after it defensively but i definitely think they they're gonna benefit from having a little more size in the in the backcourt with cotton as well so um and plus the uh the passing dimension that i was adding earlier maybe you know it gets uh mcclanahan some more open looks instead of you know some a lot of contested ones that he had to take with coleman last year so yes uh moving on to our three breakout players in the conference uh one of mine was Coat Keat Tong for UC Santa Barbara, former decently ranked recruit, and with the eligibilities exhausted of Miles Norris and Andre Kelly, he's a guy that could actually like play and really get minutes next to Traore in the front court. So I think he will have a big jump there. Who yeah. is one of your breakouts? Um, so since you know kelly and norris exhausted eligibility he actually does have minutes regarding what i said earlier that they don't have a ton of depth there um so number one i have francesco bora from uc davis you know uc davis last year was they like to run small which is not something i loved um i feel like this year with bora's development him getting a year older i think he's going to be ready to start some games for sure um, you know, they're going to run him. He's 6'11". Uh, he's a pretty good defender. He's pretty good on the boards. He played, I think, 15 or 20 minutes a game last year. Not a ton, but I feel like he's going to get a bit of a jump this year and uh, get some minutes for a really improved UC Davis team. Okay. Yeah, uh, they definitely have a the spot center for, for whoever sure. wants to take it. So, right. yeah, I have uh, Justin Hone. Han, whatever, for UC Irvine as one of my guys. Um, he wasn't super efficient last year, but is also a guy that just takes a he's a shot taker. So and 
with UC Irvine, they obviously don't have uh, Davis or Baker in the backcourt. So I think he's a guy who could just end up scoring a ton of points. Yeah. Which is why I he frustrated him. me a bit last year. He was really inefficient. His shot yeah. quality was really off. But again, this year, I feel like it's going to help him, those two guys moving out. Um, and him and, uh, oh gosh, I'm just so bad with names. The UNLV guy, uh, T- Tilling, right? Tillis, yeah. Tillis, there we go. Um, him and Tillis are going to be the top two guys. So, you know, um, he's going to get more shots. Hopefully they're good shots. Um, but yeah, no, he's definitely going to be taking a step up in production. Yes. So for me, number two, I have a team that we haven't really talked about at all. And the team is definitely flying under the radar a little bit this year is uh, Cal State Bakersfield. I have Kasim Watson. Um, he's somebody who... I think I might have even played with him against him one year, 2018. I think he came the year after I graduated, but he's from the Philadelphia Catholic League from West Catholic, who's gotten really good in basketball the last couple of years. Him and his twin brother at Cal State Bakersfield, his um his twin Kareem Watson redshirted last year. Um, they're two very dynamic guards, um, really quick off the dribble, really good defenders. Um, they're three level games, um, developing a little bit, not amazing three point shooters, but they're really good from the mid range. And, um, that's something Cal state Bakersfield looks for is fast paced guards. You know, they love their press. They press like they quarter core press with their coach. Um, they love defensive pressure. They do love their guards that, you know, can't shoot threes and, you know, love the mid range. It seems to be a theme that they've gone with recently. So, um, but they're really talented guys, and I feel like um, both of them are going to have big roles this year. But I'm going with Kasim because he played last year while his brother redshirted. So, uh, you know, obviously it helps. You know, the coach knows what you're going to get from one of them. So, yes, for my third breakout player, I have Nate Pickens from UC Riverside. Um, he didn't really see a ton of playing time last year, but he's fairly athletic, just a, a guard at that didn't play much last year because UC Riverside, someone's going to break out on UC Riverside. Yeah, I mean, they have I'm... so many, especially the front court. Like, mm-hmm. you look at Tattersall as a name that jumped out to me, but he, he he played a lot. But, like, again, he was not part of the offense at all, like you were saying. Yeah, I don't really trust a guy like him to just, like, be a, <laughs> the leading scorer. Not like I trust Pickens to do so, but I think Pickens is a guy that – He'll definitely like, be second I mean, or third. I, I, I don't know if he's the guy that will break out, but like there's there's someone on the team. So I just went with him. Um yeah. Of course I get that. And then for three, um, which makes sense of my first team selection, I picked Morissek. Um, yeah. like when I what I what I went over earlier, I'll you can refer to what I said earlier about him, but um, you know, he's a really good rim protector, and I think again. He's got a lot of offensive talent for sure there that they can tap into. Um, uh, freshman of the year, I have UC Santa Barbara guard Jason Fontenette. Uh, is a like combo guard, but he also has some size, so he can probably play one through three. I'm thinking. Um, there's a little bit of minutes available there in the backcourt, depending on the house, and obviously not with AJ Mitchell, but I'd sort of two and three. Uh depending how some things play out. So I think he is a guy that could see some minutes right away. Potentially. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah, no, with UC Santa Barbara, they just bring in so much talent. Like their mm. coaches, 
is so good at, you know, finding talent at the front court, at the back court. Like they'll always have guys um, that can play. Um, I have Jerry and Dixon from UC Irvine. Again, like we were saying, there's going to be minutes available on Irvine, especially in the backcourt. Um, you know, you obviously you have Tillis, who's probably going to be more of a three, maybe. I mean, they'll probably start him at the two, but um, he could definitely combo. He's pretty big. So um, they also have Justin Holmes. So he's going to be one of the guards to probably start. But then, like, you look at past those two guys, like, it's all freshmen and other guards. And Jurian Dixon is the one that jumped off the page to me too. Um, he had some good numbers at his previous destination, which I believe is a D2 or no, he's a freshman. high school. Freshman, yeah. high school. You're yeah, doing no. freshman of the year. Oh, that's true. There you go. Oh, of course. Um, so no, he, he went to like some St. Augustine high school. I think it was in California. Um, and he put up really good numbers there. He's six, five, um, you know, I always look for guards that are have good size, good strength, um, and he brings both of those. So um, I wouldn't even think it'd be the craziest thing if he starts a couple games for them and for if sure. they want to slot Tillis to the three, like I said. Um, you know, he's definitely going to play a lot for sure. And, um, you know, there's always seems to be, you know, that one guy that always just emerges for Irvine. So he could be that guy. He definitely could be that guy. Um... Yeah, some other guys I had under consideration where I was strongly considering him as well, and Darren Sarin from UC Irvine, and also Kendrick DeLuna from Cal State Fullerton were kind of the guys I was debating between, but those are all our, all of our awards. So we are going to individually break down every team in the conference, starting from the worst team in the conference last year up to the best. Uh, so finishing 11th was... Cal Poly. I might as well. I mean, um, I remember I wrote that paragraph. Like, yeah, that, they're not going to be good this year. I'm assuming you have them finishing 11th this year. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. There, there's no way you can't have them finishing 11th this year. This team is going to be terrible. I mean, they uh, always are, but this is a whole new terrible. Yeah, like there's there is no way head coach John Smith still has a job after this season. No quite way. frankly, unless they win somehow, which I don't see happening. They did somehow beat Long Beach in the conference tournament last yeah, year. Long most, Beach is like that. They, they are, though. They could exactly. win. If there's any team that would have pulled that crap, I'm not surprised it was Long yeah. Beach. But. Yeah, but yeah, Cal Poly, there's just nothing really to be excited about here. Um, they lost Brantley Stevenson to Cal and, Baptist. Uh, who's the other guy? They lost, lost Alamami Kuroma to Portland, who was like their big guy that was decent. Mm-hmm. They even lost some other decent guys like Chance Hunter and Trevon Taylor, who's lost their eligibility. I mean, those guys weren't that good, but they don't have anyone good coming back or coming in. Like their best Paul player Belima is-, is like their highlight transfer, and he's from EIU, Eastern Illinois, yeah, Iowa's it's... father. So, uh, yeah, you know, their their best players, their best player is probably Kobe Sanders. I guess yeah, that's what I was saying. You know, maybe maybe we get Franklin. like a. Maybe we get a Jared Hyder resurgence. Maybe like <laughs> maybe one of these JUCO guys are decent. I mean, they're coming from decent JUCOs, but like Isaac also... Spears. Isaac Spears is the one guy that actually did jump out at me. He's a red shirt from Montana State. He had some yes. good size to him, and honestly, we he was out last season, so we have no clue what he'll be. <laughs> so 
you know what? That's probably some room for excitement if you don't know what to expect from a red yeah, shirt. That would be that's yeah, uh at least at least something you can come into the year like somewhat excited about the possibility. Right. Because there, there's not much else to really be excited about. I remember about watching some Cal Poly games last year. Their announcers, uh, they're passionate. I don't know how I don't know how they stick through it, but man, they got another t- awful year it's headed their way. Tough. So but, okay. So you think they would have money though? Like Cal wouldn't you think? I mean, not like they're a technology school, correct? You think they could get some NIL, like right? No, like I, I know that school seems. I mean, I don't know for sure. It's but not it seems the worst like school in the world. It's a nice a, campus, from what I know. Seems like there's a lot of money in the school. I mean, it just doesn't a, go towards athletics. There's got to be a lot of rich alums, right? What What happens with a lot of schools, and this is not just a mid major problem. It's not money. It's the money and how it's allocated, right? Mm. It's where the money's put. Um, yes. you know, a lot of these schools have the money. They just, they have different priorities, right? You know, and obviously Cal Poly is an academic school. Um, it's mm-hmm. a, you know, it's a big technology school, I believe in, in, in Cali. Uh, I forget where it is in Cali, but I know it's, you know, it's a, it's literally Cal Poly for technology. So all their money is probably just going towards state of the art technology, right? Well, it's not it, going into it, uh, it sure isn't going to NIL because they no weren't able to get anyone so yeah we don't really have to say more about them they're going to be terrible don't don't watch Poly this season unless you they're announcers <laughs> I, might, I might have to watch a game to hear announcers now you're they're saying pretty this. Fun. i watched that game against weber state last year it was, it was fun weber, weber state blew him out of course but it gotta watch brian penn johnson man he i thought he wasn't back though I thought oh, he would it's be true. Bad, he's but he's not that good anyway. But yeah, last chance you legend. Yeah, he's been terrible ever. Like no, no offense to him, but like he hasn't been good anywhere. Like he, he was. No. I mean, he was at high major schools before, but like it's in not Washington. Like he was, yeah, he was at LSU for a little bit too. But was he? I didn't know that. I don't know if he played. He just, he's kind of done. He's nothing. like a big that just doesn't have any fundamental yeah. skills no fine yeah, that, motor that's skills. a good way to explain it um, but yeah can't catch the ball yeah I'll, I'll, I'll stop okay yeah we, we can we can stop with uh, that but you're not wrong but we can move on to cal state northridge who although they were also terrible last year there is definitely a reason to be excited about them yeah they're definitely on a whole different planet than cal holly i feel like when it comes to excitement yeah the reason i, I say I mean, that is there's players i recognize <laughs> um, <laughs> And, and they made the right move. They got a new coach's option when they were terrible, right. something that Cal Poly should take notes about. Right. But yeah, like the, and Northridge were... is another school that has a lot of academic money, right? They used to actually bring in a lot of talent. It used to be pretty good, if I'm not mistaken, in the Big West. Um, they what, had, what was his name? Lamine Diane, or you know, you remember who I'm talking about? Lamine Diane or whatever he was he played I think he played there like three years ago he was really good like not Northridge has one of the best programs he Um, went pro after he he was yeah he won Big West Player of the Year as a freshman and sophomore oh and remember he he averaged like twenty five like in ten jeez like he do you not remember him 
no, I mean, you know, I would watch. I, I feel. I feel like some players start to slip out of my knowledge after a few years. Of but course, he, right. he was. He was good. He was good. Um, he could have been. Yeah, no, it won't take long for Northridge to be a pretty good program in this conference again. I really don't think so. Um, they have you know Quincy McGriff from Duquesne. They have Gianni Hunt, Oregon State legend. Um, he was on. He's one of the last few guys from the really good Elite Eight team. I believe he was on that roster too. I think he was. I think yeah. he was. He was a freshman off the bench or something that got a couple minutes here and there. But like, he's got good experience. He's definitely a good guy to bring in. He's gonna probably start. Um. So yeah. Um. They also. No, no, that was my notes for another team. But I, I feel like they're pretty good. Um, I just feel like, you know, they could probably finish over Riverside, maybe. I mean, look, I don't think the gap is that big between 10 through yeah. 7. 7 through 10. Where, where do you have them this year? I, for, I forgot to ask that. Where do you have them in your range? Northridge? Yes. I have 10. Yeah. Okay, I have them at 9th. Okay. Um. But yeah, like you, you get Deontay Bostic back from the portal, like Deshaun Allen Eikens back. Like those are players you would want back from last year's team, obviously. But again, I could uh, have them from behind Riverside, and they probably will. Like, I mean, I, Riverside is really bad. Like they lost everybody. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, yeah. And I really like Andy Newman, is really what it comes down to. I think he's like mm-hmm. a, a good coach for, for sure. uh, the. Going going forward for the program, so I definitely made the right hire uh, this offseason. But moving forward to UC San Diego, who finished ninth in the conference last year. Kyle, where do you have them this year? So I have them sixth. Um, They're returning a lot. Um, They're returning, again, follow the page, Bryce Pope, who's awesome. Great player. Um, you know, he can really score the ball. He was pretty efficient with how many shots he took last year, too. He had some really big games. Um, he's you know, he, he's a knack for scoring the ball, he's really crafty. And then they have uh Francis as well, who they got back. Um, he's gonna be again their co star. The thing with UC San Diego last year, and and they they you know, you would think with those two guys, they wouldn't be that bad. Um, but they they played a couple teams close defensively they need work um but i think they finally have some big guys this year i think that was a big thing they were starting like a six seven six eight center which is not gonna fly at any college division um especially in d1 um and the big west is a lot of good bigs so um i feel like like you said they have those d2 guys and some of them were front court guys if i'm not mistaken so they're going to have some guys they can go to at center here. Um, yeah. They bring back. Uh, yeah. You know, I was intrigued with Cade Pendleton. He's a red yes, shirt. Yes, he's six yes. eleven. I, I think he's going to definitely get minutes at center. Um, he probably he was, more of like a four. I think, I don't think he's like he super big the floor. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Um, I mean, I think they're good at center, but you say you still have Emmanuel Shimanga. He's who, like six eight. Who's physical, right? I, yeah, I think he might be even bigger now. Like he's a big oh. guy, I think. Oh. Um, let me look up his height. But yeah, they also have a uh, Jaron Brooks, uh, who should be healthy now. I think he was right. Hurt, I uh, mean, this team has a lot of potential. That's why they didn't really go out like getting anybody big from the portal or anybody from a. Well, they, you know, they a got some big guys from the portal. That's true. They got some good D two. Yeah. 
uh, Shimanga is huge. He's seven foot three hundred. Oh, two seventy. Listed. He he's a big guy. All right. Well, <laughs> there's our center, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as I mentioned earlier, Tyler McGee can really shoot a ball. Yeah, score the ball. They, they need got... like off ball players next to Francis mm-hmm. and Bryce, you know. And I feel like he's one of them. I think they could finish even higher than the sixth. Personally, mm-hmm. um, I just have them right under Irvine, and the reason I do is because Irvine's coach is so good. Um, yeah, and the reason yeah. is they've been there. Um, I just don't know if I trust UC San Diego's coach to make that big of a jump. Yeah, so, I, I, I think you're. Say- Okay, I, I think your top seven to eight is like really good really in the good. rotation. For because sure. I have like they have they have some really good D two guys. I have Hayden Gray starting at point guard for them. He's a D two transfer who's he's solid. Uh, like point guard. Uh, obviously you got Pope McGee, uh, Nick Nukorye, uh, Shimanga, and Niwa Niwa Tate Jones from Hawaii Hilo is a really skilled forward. I saw can, him. Yeah, can do a little bit of everything. Um. Yeah, really skilled, should be able to make a uh, the, the jump. He could be the sixth man, could be could insert himself in the starting lineup, and like they could play big somehow. And then Jerron Brooks, um, obviously a former high major guy, he can play. Uh, so, yeah, those are some really solid guys. The reason I wasn't high on him is because I was kind of high on them last year, and then they kind of sucked. But yeah, no, I could definitely see why anyone was high on them last year and they fell apart. But I feel like they have enough guys that are healthy now to where I don't think they'll flop as much. I don't. I'm not going to go all in on them because honestly, they could finish fourth if they wanted to. Like fourth or six is really close mm-hmm. for me. Um, but I'm going to have them six and play it a little safe. Yeah, moving forward to Cal State Bakersfield, who finished eighth last season. Where do you have them ranked this season? So I have them seventh. I have them right after um UCSD. I uh, have them at tenth. I'm I'm not really yeah, loving this team. I mean, there there's not a lot I like there. There's a lot of guys that I think have. I mean, the Watson twins. <laughs> I saw yeah. somebody else from there. I think. They have somebody from Creighton too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Modesta Clancheris. Uh, he, he's like six uh, nine. Yeah, he he's he's a big man. He seems solid at least. I don't know. Yeah, he's all right. I think he was hurt towards the end of last year, but hopefully healthy now. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't hate the players in their team. Like I sort of like Cameron Wilbon as a transfer, but I also don't really think they're going to get that much better than last year. I mean, Antavian Collin was pretty decent and. The they reason I had good. them at seven, and I'll be honest, is because I didn't have access to Fullerton's roster. <laughs> so I kind of had to. I looked at Vincent Lee gone. I looked at Wright so gone. I looked at all Lee's, these guys. Isn't Lee back? I had him back. I uh, just, they had him as a senior on the website again. I mean, I didn't let me see, see. It the let, fifth let's year. Just, okay, we, we can talk about him and research that when we get into Cal Poly. Okay. But yeah. But uh, I would have had Fullerton higher if I had some some knowledge on them, which I didn't. So I actually put forward to at eight. So we'll get into that, which I know you'll have them higher than me. So um, I have Bakersfield at seven, which is a bit bold, but I think we also need to look into, I think their coach is on the hot seat. I think he really needs to start performing. He hasn't performed in a while there. Um, I forget his name. Um, uh, who is your coach? I have no, been there a long time and, 
he he's he they have a really you know, unique defense and style that you have to prepare for like they, they th- rod barnes rod, rod barnes. barnes said they do the, they do the three-quarter court press you know they'll press you all game they have their style of basketball but like it just doesn't it hasn't worked in a while man. yeah at the end of the day they're just like less talented if the there's the one coach that is like closest to getting fired like i would definitely look at bakersfield's coach as staff. maybe john smith should get fired first oh well, he's a given again bingo free space he's gone <laughs> um but besides him right yes um let's see moving forward to long beach state who finished seventh last year there was a huge gap between seventh and eighth in the conference five mm-hmm. games and like 100 spots in ken palm i believe right. um yeah, so where do you have Long Beach State this year? So now I'm notoriously someone who who hypes Long Beach a lot. I didn't hype them a ton last year. Um, I have them fourth this year. Um, okay, I, think, I have them fifth. So okay, so I think you know they're gonna have Jaden Jones back. Um, one of the Jones they had those. Didn't they have like oh it was Murray who was hurt last year? Wasn't it? Yeah, he he's that's, gone now. He's gone. So that's that's gonna really hurt. Good. He was. Um, if they had him come back last year, they would have been a much different team. And he just he re-injured himself some for some reason, and then he sat out yeah. the whole year. Um, mm. so he's gone. They do have Jaden Jones, who was solid. He has his games. Um, Shoshonis is going to be good for them. AJ George is definitely due for a big season for them. Um, so I, I do like their guards. I think their guards I have mean, a lot of upside. Their forwards are really good too. It's a trend. Obviously, you know, the forwards we've uh, talked about a lot here. Um, so they have great, great post scoring abilities. They're great on the glass. Like they have all the tools and you got Issa Silva, like, and the thing with long beach is they do bring in a lot of guard talent. So um, I don't know who they've, really bought in off the top of the top of my head as far as freshmen go but i mean they also got messiah thompson from alabama a and right. he, he can shoot the ball yeah that's true no he i watched a little bit of alabama a&m last year admittedly so he was decent um he had his games i don't know why i watched them but i found myself watching them a couple times so yeah, yeah, he he can shoot though. This team is very talented, but talent hasn't exactly been an issue for them in the past few years. Yeah, it's more of, but but they 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 have the talent to win the league or at least get close. You for could sure, say, but sure. and and the the top of the Big West is like really close. Like a lot of these teams, it is. I think you're very close. Yeah, moving forward to the sixth place team last year, which was UC Davis. Where do you have them this year? So I have UC Davis third. Um, As I do I. Them, I have them third. Um, again, it's a roster I think we both really like. Um, you know, a, a guy they don't. Ty Johnson is really underrated. He's a Loyola Chicago transfer from two years ago. He mm. played really well last year. He averaged fourteen a game. Um, he's a supporting cast guy that gets overlooked. He's really good next to Elijah Pepper. Kane Milling can stretch the floor a bit. He's solid. Um, you know, UC Davis also bought in, you know, a lot of, and they've Leo DeBrul as well, who can shoot the ball a little bit, who's solid. Um, they have him, they've eight out of bio who really is their do it all guy at six, five. He's a good defender, good hustler. Um, he, he, he plays like the one the through five, right? Like he, I know. He He's really him. weird. 
Um, and they have Nico Rocock from um, what's it called? Wasn't he from UC San Diego his freshman year? Mm, maybe I remember UC. I mean, they had, they had Tony Rocock. Tony, yeah, that's right. They, uh, I always get them confused too. Yeah, honestly, uh, with UC Davis, like I'm not really sold in the roster. I'm just sold on their backcourt, which is amazing. And I'm just hoping that everything else figures itself out because this is a good backcourt. Elijah Pepper is obviously amazing. Ty Johnson struggled with efficiency at times, but he's still someone that's like a really good second option there in the backcourt. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm mean, just rolling with it. Front court has a little, you know, I think they can figure themselves out with Bora. And yeah, Ro- yeah, Ro- a lot Ro- more players here. Trusting on to make jumps, but right. Uh, last year that front court was a mess. So at least this year, there's, um, hopefully you know some guys that uh, work into their roles. Yeah. Um. Moving forward, uh, Hawaii finished fifth last year in conference play, and I have them sitting at second. Where do you have them? You have them at second as well. I do. Yeah. I have them at second. Yeah, I like to see him. Um, I like Iran Gannat and his uh, defensive schemes. Uh, really interesting style of defense. Like they always are, like one of the top teams in the country, and like not allowing other teams to get assists or three pointers. Um, they close out really hard. Yes. Um, yes. you know they have great length at a lot of positions. Again, Kamara Hepa was really big for them defensively last year. He yes. could switch on the multiple guys. So he's a bit of a loss there. But again, Justin McCoy, I think, can play a similar role. Um, you know, he's got that same yeah. switchability. He's he's pretty big. Maybe he's not as quick. Um, things like that. But. Is Justin McCoy like good? Like, is there any like confirmation that he's a good basketball player? That's the thing. Been, like has I he just, just been like faking himself into like sitting on the bench at like good teams? Because yeah. every time he's in a game, he does nothing. Like he doesn't like He's not like terrible. He doesn't do anything. Like, I'm he's not out, entirely he's just out convinced there. on him either. I'm just, I hate giving guys the North Carolina card, but I'm kind of giving him the North Carolina card in a sense, you know, but the big West is still a good conference. So like, he still has to be a pretty good player. Right. Yeah. Um, And, you know, obviously Hawaii doesn't have that same front court depth, so he's going to have a big role if all things considered. So, um, you know, he's got he's gonna no excuses this year for sure. So yeah. One storyline that I'm really interested for this Hawaii team. They have Juan Munoz, who is back. He has not played there. He is on his like eighth year of college basketball. And he's gotten hurt I saw like him. he's gotten hurt like so many times. Isn't Last he time the he... six foot midget dude. Mm. He might be even smaller than that. I don't think he's super tall, but he hasn't played college basketball in like three years. I he saw that. Stay. I was like, I know who you're talking about. I swear. He cannot stay. Yeah, he's six foot, but he cannot stay healthy if his life depended on it. He's been hurt like four Is separate he any seasons. Good? Yeah, I mean, he was all conference at Longwood uh, three sure, years ago, last that. time he played. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's a good player. He's a good his efficiency there. I don't think looked great, but. He's a, he can he was a decent shooter from three point range. Hmm. I mean, right. he's just gotten like repeated red shirts. Yeah, yeah. They they gave him uh he the appeal was submitted and he does have an extra year of eligibility, so he is back uh for his like eighth season. But like he's <laughs> actually, he's actually gotten injured so many times, which is so that unfortunate. Sucks. Really, really hope he can actually play. Right, he is, I mean, he is, he's uh, a good he's gonna be a good bench guard if he can. Right, like yeah. 
and they need depth. I think that's their biggest weakness right now is just our depth. So yeah, now obviously you mentioned the backcourt. You have McClanahan, Coleman. Those players can really play. They're proven, and like you have Bernardo de Silva up front. Obviously, the breakout potential and more sack is there. Um, yeah, um, maybe Ryan Rapp is, is yeah, healthy. Yeah, I was looking at Ryan Rapp from Wazoo. Um, he might not have been healthy last year, but he only played in three games. Um, but he, then he, I was, he was looking at um, moments at Wazoo. Machia Savordovich, um from Portland as well. Um, okay. I don't know how decent he is, but he's got size. He's probably a stretch big of some kind. That's what I'm assuming. Because, you know, Portland is full of everyone can shoot. So, you know, I assume he's one of those. So yes. maybe he's decent too. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. They have Akira Jacobs too from the Global Academy. It kind of. They do. Um, um, I don't know much about him, to but... me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, some intriguing talent. They they did lose a few guys, but I think they also bring back enough, and I like their coaching and like defensive upside. Um, enough to have them second in the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the number four team in the conference, which was Cal State Fullerton last year. I have them sitting at eighth this year. I think you do as well. Wow. Okay. I but, you know it's funny from the teams that you had some of those guys on. I was like, I think I'm too low on Fullerton them. in the past. So I was like, does he have Fullerton high again? I think but, I'm too low on them. Honestly, I, I mean, have them like, eighth right now too. Um, like like that's the lowest they can go though. Like they could be anywhere from like four or like three or four to eight but they, they're not yeah, going to be worse than that three or four i guess yeah they're not they're not going to be worse than that but like someone has to be there because i think six be... or eight is probably what i look at yeah i mean max jones could be like could it's be true. what right was last year i don't know much about him um where's he from uh, i mean he was there last year he was a d2 transfer from tampa two years ago Oh, and you got, know what? Some, I did got some good him. interest. He was intriguing to me. Yeah, he's from Clearwater. Um, no, Tampa's just such a D two, like a good D two, like we've talked about. So, um, there's definitely a lot of upside there. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Jones was playing really good at the end of last year. Let me pull up his Ken Palm page, but um, yeah, I was looking at it and he was scoring like double digits like every game down the stretch That's last cool. season. Um. Yeah, he had, like, th- these are the, his last games of the season. He had 18, 14, 18, 17, 18, 18, 12, eight. 13, 16, 19, 16, and he had 8, and then, like, 18 again. But, and Fullerton yeah, so, always overperforms. Like, if there's one thing, the yeah. big West, they've been the overperformer. So I'd probably be too low on them as well. I'll definitely move Bakersfield out of 7. Um, So I'm going to actually move Fullerton right now up to 7. We're just gonna okay. swap Bakersfield and Fullerton right now. Yeah, that's fair. Um, moving on. Let's see. Do we have anything more to say about Fullerton? Um, I don't think so. They have a lot of um. They have the one guy from Alcorn State. Yeah, one guy Dominic Bruin, all conference swag. They had uh, Beryl Kabamba from Spring Hill. Solid guys. Some, put know. up some decent stats on a pretty bad team. Right. Questionable efficiency, but yeah, I mean that's they have some. Gonna get they, guys they have like some. That. Decent bench guys like Grayson Carper, John yeah. Mikey Square. Um, yeah, so maybe we're too low on them, but at the same time, like... They're definitely the sleeper, just, I feel like. Yeah. 
Yeah. Them and UCSD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, moving forward to the third team last year was UC Riverside. They did lose a lot. I have them at six this season. Where do you have? I have them ninth. Yeah. Okay, so I I understand that a lot of my reasoning Their coach is, is very based good. on I really like Mike Meg Pio. Like that athletic department has like no nothing. Like I remember a few years ago they were thinking about like getting rid of athletics. So I remember that. I think he's just gonna find a way to be like decent. Yeah, that, that, no. I, that's just it's possible. Kyle Owens is pretty good. He's not bad. Um, he was behind some good guards last year. Um. You know, he's definitely a very capable scorer. Yeah. He's probably going to find some guys to break out, which... For sure. I just don't think I'd have them above Fullerton. I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure if I shed him above Fullerton either. Yeah, no. And now I'm looking at the rosters. I'm like, the way you've described Fullerton, the way I've seen Riverside's roster, like, I think I'm going to... And I, I do like Riverside at nine. I'm probably not gonna. Uh, I might oh, you know, make some adjustments. I'm gonna but... move Riverside to eight, and we're gonna move Bakersfield to nine. How about that? Right. Okay. Because I, yeah. I don't like I don't like Barnes. I really don't. Even though he's on the hot seat and has to perform, I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Um. The number two team in the conference last year was UC Santa Barbara. Um. They tied for. First, but UC Irvine won the tiebreaker. UC Santa Barbara obviously made a tournament, and I think we probably both had them at first. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. Just uh, most talented. AJ Mitchell is so good. He's probably an NBA player. Would you agree mm-hmm. with that? I would. And they've they have a history of sending guys to the G League and the NBA. They've who's that guy from two years ago? Uh, Jacory McLaughlin. Yep. Man, he's with somebody's G League right now. Uh, yeah, he's floating around there somewhere. Uh, I think Miles Norris in G League too. Yeah, There's, no, he is. Yeah, they have um, but a yeah, lot of talent. AJ Mitchell, you got Schulzberg potentially really being good under the new role. They uh, have a number. Uh, somebody else is a really good catch and shoot guy. I forget his name. Uh, Cole Anderson. Yes, he is he awesome. Can, he can. He's a. He's a good. He's like God, perfect he because. Like AJ Mitchell can't really shoot. You know, he like, reminds me of like a mid-major Jordan Hawkins. The way he comes off the screen, yeah, catch and shoot, quick release. Obviously a Walmart but... version, but like you know, he has a lot of catch and shoot skills and come off. He he does. He really, he really well. does. He really uh, does. And he shoots it really efficient for the tough shots that he takes too. So he's gonna be awesome. And you have him and Schultzberg. I mean, that's mm-hmm. gonna be really. You got Josh Pierre Louis back. Oh gosh, Temple I mean, Legend. You got Johan Traore, obviously. And you got Fontenay, who I'm high on. They have a Juco big man who could be decent. Like, if there's one flaw with them, it's Pierre Louis trying to do too much. And that's always been his thing. He's turnover prone. He tries to take yeah. too many shots. He's not a scorer. You know, he really. he's a distributor. He needs to just be the guy who sets up looks for others. You know, when he's trying to do too much is when yeah. they've gotten or he, the trouble. He's, he's definitely pretty decent at getting to the rim, I think. Yeah. No, it's um, always been. Can't really shoot the ball. One of his best attributes. Nah, he's never been that. Yeah, um, I, th- I think Schultz is going to be big because he can shoot. 
And yeah, Mitchell they shouldn't and be Pierre asking Louis Pierre Louis really. to do much. Like he shouldn't be taking ten shots a game. Like if he's taking ten shots a game, but other shots, good shooters can be taking. You know, so yes. um, if they have a flaw, I think that's one of them. Yeah, he's still gonna be really good. Oh uh, yeah, he's yeah, he's in a perfect role. I think mm. this year more than ever. So yes. Uh, winning the conference last year was UC Irvine, who obviously lost a lot. I've met fourth this year. Um, I have them at fifth. Yep. Okay. I mean, I'm obviously, as I stated, high on Bant Lookton. Uh, Justin Hone maybe breaks out. Um, Pierre Crockerell is a really good pass. I love point Pierre guard. Crockerell, man. Him at Pacific was awesome too. Like he's just such a good floor general. He controls the pace mm. so well. Um, and he gets big buckets when you need him to as well. Like he knows when a team needs him to score. When you know when his team's struggling to score, he can get by guys. He can shoot a little bit. He's not a huge scorer, but his best uh, attribute is definitely controlling the pace. Yeah, I mean, he averaged more assists and points last year. So right, yeah, that's definitely him for sure. Yes. Um, and, but I think this yeah. year they're definitely gonna need him to you know be a little bit more of a scorer. Like I just don't I, I have my issues with Tillis and Hone, honestly. Tillis yeah. had his games too. He was actually pretty efficient last year from what I saw. Um, but I just don't think he's a number one. He's never been in that role. He could emerge into it, but I mean I think Hone could be a number one guy, like based on the, like, the the volume of shooter he is, but I don't know if he's good enough to be that. Yeah, obviously, like Lookton is like really good. I just don't know. Shoot, like, I mean, he, he just needs to get minutes. Yeah, I mean, he's their best player for sure. Yeah, for sure. It just depends on like what type of like is he going to be the go to option or is he going to be the right. best? Right, is his conditioning good? Like he's a mm-hmm. big guy, right? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. He's gonna can he log thirty five minutes a game? Could he log a thirty minute game? Like. Those things mm, you gotta consider. Yeah, right? yes, that's and that's the biggest. They have a lot of backcourt depth too, so they might not want him playing that much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, one intriguing piece I'm uh interested intrigued by uh, is Dylan Thorner, who's a transfer from Tufts. He uh, D three transfer. Um, he can really shoot a ball. Was a D three All American. Um, I think really plays could play well with Crockwell because he's going to get some shots. He's going to get yeah, some Yeah, I mean, look, that one guard spot is going to be... I, yeah, Pierre is obviously their point guard, but yeah. I could see Pierre coming off the bench some, too. Like, if Dixon... He, he's got it. He's got to start. He's, yeah. He's no, got to be like the point guard. Be out there. He's got to be the point guard. Who do you think could be sent out of the to the bench, maybe, if one of their young guys gets... Maybe I mean, it could, it could be well. Hone or Thorner. Like, I, I don't really know how these guys are going to play with, like, the advanced minutes. Like, yeah, um, see, if Dixon breaks out or, you yeah. know, if one of those young guys plays well and, you know, maybe deserves a start. Like, you yeah, know. yeah, Darren Sarin is another guy. Like, he's a freshman point guard. I uh, could see some minutes as well. Perhaps, yeah, no, they're definitely Irvine's in a much different spot than they've ever been in this year. Um, Th- those know. guys should have came back. Why, why did why did DJ Davis transfer to Butler? He's not Butler's 
ridiculous. Butler's think, not going to win. He's. I think DJ Davis was kind of disappointed that he didn't make the tournament. You know, um, yeah, he's Irvine, not a high major Irvine, player. Look, Irvine won the league last year, but they were really weird. Like they were really inconsistent last year. They were way more inconsistent than you than they usually are. Um, they had their flaws even defensively last year. Believe it or not, they were spotty, and that's been their identity in years past, right? You know, they're a really good defensive team. It's going to grind you out. Um, and they had, they were spotty there, too. I don't know why both of them left, though. That was just... DJ Davis is not really a high major player. He's an undersized shooting Yeah, player. no, DJ like, he was good. a ton of upside early. He was really good. He can really shoot the ball, but, like, I don't think he really fits into the high major yeah. world with... Second half of the year, he was brutal, dude. Um, yeah, He was a reason they weren't playing great until later on um dawson baker was you know probably their best player at some time i probably would have rather had baker back definitely davis Davis was really good first half of the year though i'm not gonna say he wasn't he was a stud yeah he he remember against san diego state oh my gosh he was so good against them um then after that game he fell off definitely started to struggle um it's hard to shoot a poorly four shots yeah that's He's really capable. It's just you don't know what version you're going to get. And obviously, being in the Big East is a humongous step up. Like, yeah. I don't know. I kind of agree. I don't yeah, know I'm, I'm just not a fan. Like, how tall is he? Let's he's 6'3". I don't is think he's, he's any no, bigger he's six than 6'3". He's 6'1". 6'1". Jeez. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, can he play at a high major level? Um, Probably not. He's not he's a point guard. one of Butler's featured <laughs> options. You know that. Yeah, but Butler's, I don't know. Ooh. They apparently don't have, like, great NIL either, so what is he even getting? He's losing and... Yeah, what, what were the connections there? I just don't see any. It's a high major team that won him, apparently. But he, he's good. He's just... he's He'll shoot the ball well. He just is a little undersized. will probably get burned on defense. Right, right. That's it. Yeah, so that is all of our teams. Let's see. Do we have anything else to talk about i don't think we do so is there any other notes on the conference that we want to mention um hmm. maybe we could talk about if there's any spoilers come conference tourney time okay. you know if there's any teams obviously santa barbara i don't think they're a lock to win the conference tournament at all i think hawaii can easily take them down yeah, Personally. I think Long Beach State is intriguing in that perspective because of the talent that they have. Yeah, they're always in the bid stealer conversation. I have to see how the pieces play out, though. Like last year, I wasn't really all in on them for being a bid spoiler. Um, yeah, but like so I was all hot. in on I was all in on Riverside last year, and they yeah. they they played they lost an OT to Santa Barbara or some crap. Uh, it was yeah. a really good game. Um, Santa Barbara just outlasted them. Um, so you know, finding those bits, yeah, I think you see San Diego is probably my number one. Pick. Are they? Are they? I don't think they're eligible for. A oh, they're not trial. eligible. Nope, they're not. You're right. And I don't think it's they been enough years. They're like they're only three years. It's got to be soon now. Like maybe in a year or two. To two years, them. I think they're still relatively new. Yeah, they're. I don't think they're been. That sucks. Now. But don't. Doesn't the Big West still allow the, allow them to compete in a conference tourney? Most I do. Think I don't think so. Because, oh, you know no, what they don't because no, like right. I remember like 
Well, they were Jay never Roquemore and like Jake Kozakowski entered the portal like really early because they were just done. Oh, that sucks, man. Well, you know what? If they're not eligible, they shouldn't be in the conference tourney because then if someone gets bounced by them, like... yeah, okay, it'll be the 24 25 season when they're eligible. Oh, so, so like it's next, next year, season, not this year, but the year okay. after. That sucks, it's not too far away. Um, yeah, it's it's a stupid rule though. Like, this is Bryce Pope's last year, isn't it? Think so. Um, I want to say it is. No, Francis is he's only he has two more years left. That's good. He's he was young. He's, I mean, yeah, he's pretty young, but yeah, their team is you know what? Honestly, we're gonna have to look to Fullerton. Yeah, Fullerton is definitely a team that could play at a really high level, like if they want to. Mm-hmm. And they've been a spoiler every year. <laughs> they yeah. made the title game like two years in a row now, and they won it the one year. So, yeah, I think yeah, they're obviously. I'm interested, I'm interested to see what Cal State Northridge brings. Like, are they going to be like somewhat intriguing, or are they just going to like be more of a just like building year? Yeah, that's true. I think they're just going to be a fun watch. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's good. Let's see. Any last notes on the Big West? Um, that's really it. I mean, it's gonna be a fun conference for sure. You know, it, it is a fun one to watch. It's I like not a mid-major one. conference that lost a ton compared to others that we're gonna be covering that lost a lot of quality mm-hmm. teams. Yes. Um, you know, I'll even say the mid-major scene down a lot this year. Um, especially as a whole. So, but the Big West is not. They didn't lose much at all. Um, they reloaded in in some ways. So. Yeah, definitely a fan of watching some Big West basketball. So you sure. you should watch it too if you're listening to this. Anyone watching? On, they're late uh, games, but like they're during the week. So like I know mm-hmm. like, if you're doing like your homework, just put on the background. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a perfect background. Like doing your homework and watching Cal State Northridge versus Long Beach. Once State you're done your homework, so. you can watch the end of the game. You know, right? Perfect. It's exactly it's... what I did during school, man. Yeah. Shout out Big West basketball, but yes, yeah, sir. we will be back probably soon. We have a lot of conferences to roll through. Yeah. Not, not that many. What are we doing days. next? Should we go to the Pac-12? I think we might. We might have to do our last Pac-12. The, the Pac-10. And, the, and we'll have some special guests on here for the Pac-12. We, we will. We so, have some Pac-12 experts in the we final do year. Some, we do. And, in the uh, the swan song year of the Pac-12. It, it is our first and last Pac-12 preview podcast. Probably, unless something crazy happens. And, and honestly, like, the Pac-12, especially the last month, has gotten really interesting with UCLA again, all these guys, right? You know. Yeah, um, I mean, that, yeah, the, they're going to be way better than they were like two, three months ago. So, yes, like, we we will don't no don't need to give too many spoilers though. We don't we will sleep on the Pac-12 though. It's going to be a fun preview. Got to watch. Be, yes, uh, but yeah, we will be back probably in like one to two days like we, we, yeah, will, honestly, be, we, we will be cranking these, these out. out we're yeah, doing all 32 of them and we have 74 days before look the season in that starts. chat we've been dropping pac 12 preseason standings probably we all, have all, all so, so we we will give them to the public next exactly. week or not next week i keep saying next week days. because we podcast every week it might be tomorrow who knows we will podcast sometime now but yeah we will see you momentarily probably for impact 12 podcast for but sure. yeah follow our social medias follow us on twitter slash x at hoop media 
Instagram at Hoopscoop Media. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't. If you're what I mean, obviously we in consistent numbers on that series, man. Yeah. But yeah, we've also been doing top one hundred countdown. Uh today was Yale number seventy-four. So yeah. Seventy You'll probably see a couple big West videos. teams on there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean I UC Santa Barbara was the only team in there and I that was came out like a week or two ago. No Hawaii. Yeah. No, not not quite top 100. Yeah, I guess they're they're That's... good, but like they're probably they're not like, deep enough. Yeah, like, like they were 130th last year. I don't think they're gonna be oh, they're that not better. much better. They're not better than like, last year. Like, like maybe they are, but like at the same time, like it's... look, I mean, they finished fifth last year, but the Big West was a lot better last. Yeah, I mean, a lot better at the top last year. It was really good at top and really bad at the bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we will see you very shortly to talk some Patrol basketball with our special guest. And yeah, stay tuned to find out who that is.